Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Jake Kelfer. Jake is a lifestyle entrepreneur, life elevator, and book coach to ambitious entrepreneurs and freedom seekers. He's a three times best-selling author, high-energy motivational speaker, and the founder of the Professional Basketball Combine, which helped 70-plus NBA draft prospects turn their dream of playing pro basketball into reality. His work has been featured on Forbes, Sports Illustrated, ESPN, and many other major media outlets. Super excited for this chat. Let's get right into it. Jake, welcome to the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Let's get this thing going. For sure, for sure. Listen, I ask every single one of my guests what they were doing before they became an entrepreneur and what you know made you become one. So this is an interesting question for me because I had started my first business in high school and then my first official business in college, right? So before being an entrepreneur, I was just a young kid growing up playing sports and trying to do whatever I could to, to figure it out, right? And so in high school, I you know, was blessed that I didn't need to go pick up a minimum wage job, but I was really good at math. I took geometry as a ninth grader. I taught myself algebra two trig. I was you know, ahead of the game. And so I started tutoring people who were my age or even younger because I was just ahead of the game in math. And so what was interesting about that is I was making $20, $25 an hour from the, from the comfort of my own home when everyone else was making six bucks an hour, you know, slinging pizzas, taking orders or whatever. And I realized, okay, this is something great. And at the time, you know, I, I didn't pay taxes on that, right? It was cash, you know, so it was, it was great. Then I go to college and I was like, well, I want to do something official. And I didn't really know, you know, how business really all worked. You know, I just was like, let me figure out a skill set I have. Let me figure out a problem. Let me go solve that problem and see if I can make money doing that. And so I ended up creating a t-shirt company uh, that really built out a bunch of shirts and promo products for a lot of the college fraternities, specifically my fraternity. And then we got a few more. So before being an, an entrepreneur, you know, I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do in life. And, and ultimately after doing that, you know, there was a, a gap where I, studied to be a sports agent. I worked for Los Angeles Lakers out of college. And then after that experience was when I became a full-time entrepreneur, you know, taking me on an unbelievable journey that has uh, been a huge blessing and a bunch of ups and downs along the way. But that's what take me to the, the initial part of being a full entrepreneur, uh, supporting my lifestyle. Awesome. And so now take us through that process. Now you started your businesses. Now um, business has evolved over time. So do you want to tell us a bit more about that phase in your life? So after I graduate college, you know, in my mind, I thought I was going to be a sports agent. I thought I was going to represent some of the best athletes in the world. 
I thought I was gonna make millions of dollars. I thought I was gonna buy a house, buy an island, you know, get married, have kids. And then at that point, I'd write books and give back. And while I was working with the Lakers, though, I, I had this realization that I had it all backwards. I, I didn't need to wait for a certain amount of money, a certain amount of status, a certain amount of fame before I could start to help people and start to give back. And I saw that because every single game, I saw people spend their life savings to watch Kobe Bryant play one more time. And I said, if he can make that impact, why can't I? Now, I wasn't going to do it on a global scale, you know, at 22 years old, just because I saw Kobe do it. But I was like, maybe I can't change everyone's world. But what if I could change one person's world? And so that led me to writing my first book, which was all about helping younger uh, millennials uh, write, figure out how to stand out in the job market and discover their passion. And so I ended up writing that book, became an Amazon bestseller and started traveling the world as a motivational speaker. So now I have that business going, still trying to be a sports agent. And I'm like, wait a second, what's, what, this doesn't make sense. I'm hustling to just get an entry level job in the basketball world, yet I'm a bestseller getting invited to speak all over colleges. I have a book, I have my books in syllabi at different colleges around the country. There's, there's something off here. I need to go big or I need to go home. And so instead of working in the mail room and being an assistant, I said, I need to create something massive. And so I ended up creating a major basketball event called the Pro Basketball Combine, which essentially helped uh, NBA draft prospects turn their dream of playing pro ball into their reality. We helped over 70 guys sign contracts around the globe. And that has kind of just evolved into three best-selling books. It's evolved into speaking all over the world and really just helping, uh, ultimately now, helping people turn their dream of writing a book into their reality. And so the mission's always been the same, but the evolution has been unbelievable. And now here we are where my primary focus is helping great people turn their knowledge, their experience, their expertise into a nonfiction book that helps them grow their business and build credibility. Awesome. So I do want to get into the books and especially what you're currently doing. We're going to talk about it in a minute. But before we do that, here at the Remote CEO, we're all about trying to figure out how to run a business remotely and, and build teams. So can you tell us your experience with that in, in how your business is structured right now? Yeah, so I've, I've been I've been remote pretty much since the very beginning. And, you know, obviously things change at different levels of the business. And, and in level one, you know, where this was me at 22, it was, can I make enough money to pay the rent, right? So, so it was, what can I do to make sure that that gets covered? And there was a lot of a lot of mindset shifts that needed to happen because it was coming from a place of lack of like need of of desperation of i just got to figure out what i can do so i can stop eating taco bell and pb and j's right and so at that point i didn't have the mentality of recognizing the power of outsourcing delegation and anything i just had i'm gonna do whatever i can i'm gonna hustle every day all day long i'm gonna get up at five go to bed at 10 like i just was doing whatever i could to make it happen and then once I started building it, we started running the combine. I was speaking everywhere. I was like, okay, now let's start to figure out what type of lifestyle I want to live. And so as we've evolved, the business is structured in a variety of ways where I plan my calendar with my priorities in mind. And the way that I live my life, my priorities are my family, my girlfriend, fun, lifestyle, right? Those are my priorities because I don't work to live. I mean, I don't live to work. I work to live, right? And so I plan that in the calendar first, and then I plan out all of the work tasks that I have. And so when you look at our business now, we have assistants, we have VAs across, across the world for specialized tasks. 
I have my right hand, and then we have contractors for every single thing that we do. So we have 20 to 30 contractors of various different skill sets that we leverage in, in this book business today. And that's kind of how we stay lean, but we're also efficient and specialty experts in what we do. That's amazing. So now let's switch gears and talk about the book because this is really why you're on the show today. I'm sure that a lot of listeners at home already have something in mind and want to you know, start writing it, uh, but maybe they A, don't think that they have enough knowledge or they don't think they have the skills to do so. So can you kind of talk uh, to those people right now and tell them why it is possible? Sure. Well, first of all, I think it's really important. You know, your, your show is all about productivity, time management, remote CEO. In my opinion, after doing this for, for years and years and years, I've realized that there is no better way to gain your time back and be more efficient with your time than to write a book once and then leverage it. And here's what I mean by that. Once you write a book, sure. Is it a time commitment? Is it a grind? Is it a difficult thing to do? Yeah, it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat that and say anybody could write a book super quickly. But what I am going to say is if you put in the time, you follow the roadmap, you invest in some help, you can have a great book very, very quickly. Okay. And what happens there is you can use that book to be the outline of a keynote speech, a course, a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. You can use that book as a low ticket entry point paid product. You can use it as a lead generation tool, a networking tool, a way to get speaking gigs, a way to double your fees, triple your fees, a way to create three to four months of social content in advance. So now what you've done by writing this book is you've gotten all this time back and you've already gotten a head start of what's most important to scale your business. Now the question is, well, what if I don't think I can write a book, but I want to write a book or who am I to do this? There's already so many on this topic. Well, the big thing to recognize here is that, look, if you're listening to this show, you obviously want, you're ambitious. You want to make things happen. you got a lot going on. Well, every single person that writes a book has some level of experience, life experience, some level of skills and some level of knowledge that they've spent time investing in themselves to learn. All you're doing in a book is sharing that in an educational and entertaining way to help somebody solve a specific problem. And so when you look at that, it's really important to recognize and answer this question. Can you help somebody? If the answer to that is yes, and the second question is, have you helped somebody? If the answer to that as well, can you help someone and have you helped somebody, then you can write a book because I believe that it's our responsibility as CEOs, as entrepreneurs, as experts to help somebody if you know you can. And if you know that you've already helped somebody and that you can't help more people and you want your message to help more people, then a book gives you that avenue to do it over and over and over again and thousands of hands at the same time around the globe while you can still build your lifestyle the way you want. And so there is somebody out there who wants your book in your voice. They've listened to Tony Robbins. They've listened to Brandon Burchard. They've listened to Russell Brunson. They've listened to uh, Sarah Blakely and it hasn't hit for them just yet. But when they hear it out of your voice with your stories, that's when it's going to hit. So. Can anybody do it? If you have the knowledge, the skills, the expertise, I believe you can. And if you have the desire to help somebody and you've done it already, a book is a great way to do that. Absolutely. And now another question that you know comes to mind because I'm already in my you know listeners' minds and 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 they're saying, okay, I have a book, I wrote a book. Now, how do I you know publish it or how do I promote it? So. Of course, there is all the part of the editing. Let's keep that aside for now. But how do you promote? How do you build your brand with the book? Let's say you are a coach and now you finally decide to write your book. What's the next step once you have the manuscript? Okay, once you have the manuscript, and again, let's let's say you, you wrote the rough draft, you self-edited, you got it edited, it's designed, it's formatted, it's ready to go. 
The next thing you want to do is, is you're going to, have to make a decision between self-publishing and traditional publishing. Now, almost every entrepreneur and it, that I talk to, unless you're a celebrity, a politician, you have a massive amount of following and you can sell 20 plus thousand copies of your book, almost everybody else that's going to serve more beneficial to self-publish. And here's why. The big difference is that if you self-publish, you can move as fast as you want and you can maintain all the control. You also get to retain 100% copyright, 100% ownership, and you get 100% of the royalties. This is really important because then you can use your book however you want. Now, let me answer the question here. Now that you've published, you've launched it, what you wanna do is you want to turn your book into your long-term goals. So if you are a coach and you want to get more high-ticket clients and you want to get more speaking engagements to bring in more, more leads, what you do here is, and this is just one strategy, but I'll, I'll give it to you and then we could talk topical here. But one of my favorite strategies is you buy a bunch of books at cost. So let's just say your book is uh, $2.50 and that's, let's say a 150 page book. It's solid, it's great. You have a 150 page book, it's $2.50. You buy a hundred of those, it's 250 bucks, okay? Now what you do is you ship those out to 100 prospects, 100 people you wanna to get to know, 100 podcast hosts, 100 event coordinators, and you send them your book for free. That's about another 250. So now you're at $5 a copy, all right? Now just, just stay with me here on this example. You've now invested $500, but your book is in 100 hands of your ideal clients, prospects, or partners. If you convert two of those people and you have a $2,500 offer, you have just made $5,000. Now, let me ask you this. For those that are listening, would you trade $500 for $5,000? Yeah, all day long, right? You would do that all day long. And so that is one of the easiest ways that people don't often think about because they're like, oh, book sales, book sales, book sales. No, no, no. Give your book to the right people. It's $5 and get $5,000 back, right? And so that's one of the really great strategies that you could do because that builds an audience. It builds fans, it gets your books in hands, it gets you to network with the right people, it gets you past the gatekeeper, it gets you a higher response rate on pitching yourself on podcasts. It, what it does is it lends itself to credibility and creates opportunities. So that's just like one way and some of the benefits that as a coach, you can use a book to land more speaking engagements or to sign more high ticket clients. Awesome. Now here at the remote CEO, we always talk about that, you know, you got to be careful when you want to trade time for money. And we know that because there's only 24 hours in a day, but a lot of people like, you know, including myself, the idea of having speaking engagements, traveling and impacting people face to face on a stage, it does feel amazing. So if someone wanted to go that route, take their coaching business and start doing speaking engagements somewhere else with a book, what would be a simple you know, strategy that they could use to start getting their first maybe speaking engagements in their local area or around their town? Well, if you wanna go local, you gotta understand that there's a lot of ways to make money as a speaker. So let me give a couple examples here and then I'll share with you exactly how I did this when I had my first book. You can get money when you're an author and you wanna be a speaker, you can get money by charging a speaking fee you can do a free speaking engagement, but sell your books in the back of the room. You can have the organization buy copies of your book in lieu of a speaking fee. Or what you can do is you can pitch your product from the back of the room um, or from stage. So there's a lot of different ways that you can monetize your book and your speaking career. When I first started, and I didn't know much about anything, I was just trying to figure it out. But here's what I did is, 
I had this book, it became an Amazon bestseller. It was on career development. And I was like, who in the world could I talk to about this? And so what I did, I was living in California and I made a list of every community college that existed in California. And I wrote down who is in charge of a few different departments that I think could potentially hire me. And so now I had a list of like 500 people and I started at A and went all the way to Z and I sent them emails and was like, hey, I just released this, I have a newest best-selling book. It's called Elevate Beyond. I think it would be unbelievable for your students. Do you ever bring in guest speakers? And I got a bite. I got another bite. I started speaking. Those started to lead to referrals. I got testimonials. I had proof of concept that led to more and more and more, and it just snowballed. But if you really want to just get started here, and let's say you want to start super locally, go to your local chamber, go to networking events, see if you can guest speak or see if you could do a five minute talk on your book, go to local events, go to your schools, go to charities. Okay. Look at to your community leaders. Those are some areas that you can really start and, and work with rotary clubs, right? They're very local events. Then you can broaden out based on your niche and then you can find and target the right people locally, regionally, statewide, and then eventually nationwide. And that's how you can expand by starting small and then leveraging your book in a variety of ways to get both virtual and in-person speaking engagements. That's fantastic. I think we have so much food for thought for our listeners at home. Right now, we were talking about something just before we started recording, and it is something I want you to talk about, actually, so right now. So can you please tell us what's going to happen in the next few days? Actually, by the time that this comes out, I think it's already started. <laughs> yeah, so so I I have a big issue in the online world where people who have never actually done anything now think that they're an expert on something. And so, you know, what, what happened and, and part of this is because, you know, the last couple of years there's been COVID and, and there's rapid acceleration, there's limited barrier to entry. And so competition has increased. And so I wanted to really show people um, that not only is writing a book possible, but you could do it much faster than you think. And so I actually decided to write and launch my fourth book in 90 days or less and share it with everybody as I go. So I am literally documenting day by day what I'm doing in my process. And we have people following along, people doing it with me, and I'm giving all of this away for free. And so it's really cool because I'm inviting people to see what I do to write my book. I'm showing people how to do it really quickly and I'm putting my money where my mouth is, right? I'm doing it in real time for people to see. We're doing bi-weekly coaching calls where people who are trying to learn about the book writing process to see it's for them. We jump on Zoom and we chat. So if, if anybody wants to join on this and, and watch how to actually write your book in 90 days, write and launch, not just write it, but write and launch it in 90 days, um, you can follow along by texting the word bestseller to 661-669-7363. Again, that number 661-669-7363. And if you've ever wanted to write a book, this is, people are loving it. So definitely, you know, kind of tune in, watch the process, join in on the process and get started on that, on that book. That's amazing, man. Honestly, like I was telling you earlier, I wrote a book pretty fast too, but from, from writing to launching, I know that there's so many things. There's like copy edit, there's like so many different types of edits and then like everything else. So can you just give us a quick idea of what do you think you're going to, you know, allocate for, for, for time allotted for writing and then for everything else, how you're going to kind of split the 90 days? Yeah. So, so this is going to be interesting, right? But here's, here's kind of the, the short time frame that I've kind of put into plan. Now I want to make it very clear. 
there's going to be a lot of adjustment and there's going to be a lot of movements around this. Okay. But because we're doing it this fast, I have about seven days to do what I call my let's get started phase, which mm -hmm. is all about prepping yourself to get ready so that you could make sure that your messaging is going to be clear. I have seven days to do that as well as create my entire outline for the book. Mm -hmm. From there, I have about 25 to 30 days to write the entire first draft. I then have about a few days to self edit my book. And this is where I review my own book. I make big edits uh, because one of our big rules is you do not edit as you write your draft. Nice. You just go, you go through. And then from there, I will get it edited. While it's getting edited, I'll get it cover designed. Ideally editing will take two and a half to three weeks and that'll be fast. I'll get a cover design done within uh, 10 to 14 days. I'll get my book formatted in three to five days. And then I will get ready for the publishing and launching phase um, at that time. And that will take about three to four weeks. So month one is write, month two is produce, month three is launch. And that's going to be a fast, fast time frame because as I just mentioned, there are things that I'm hiring out for people to do to make this as professional as I possibly can. So it'll be interesting, especially because I'm on the road for 25 of the first 35 <laughs> days. So we're, we're, we're in for a whirlwind of emotions, but I'm really excited to show this process and to show it's possible uh, for, for anyone that's, that's out there who's thought about writing a book. That's fantastic, Jake. Listen, I had a great time chatting with you and I'm sure that all my listeners at home will want to know more about you and about this amazing challenge. So where can people find you online? The best place to find me online is going to be on Instagram at Jake Kelfer. And on my Instagram, you'll have links to join the challenge. You'll have freebies. You'll have all the things that you need to get started on writing your first nonfiction book. So uh, Instagram at Jake Kelfer. And I can't wait to chat with everybody. And man, I appreciate you bringing me on the show. Absolutely, Jake. Again, thanks a lot. And I'm looking forward to having you back in the show once this book is out. And maybe you're already planning for another one. Let's go, man. I can't wait to share how this whole thing uh, unravels. All right. Take care, man. Bye. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B and I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again and I will talk to you again soon.